Thanks for joining us for No Cap, the Internet's happiest podcast. I'm Jason Priestess. He's the legendary Tyvis Pal. I love how you changed the, the it, last week. It was handsomest, now it's happiest. I love it. Yeah, got to have some, some, some flow here. Uh, <laughs> legendary Tyvis Pal next to me. We're recording live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Taylor Square. Buffalo Wild Wings, the official sports bar of 11 Warriors. We're eating well tonight. Uh, thank you for coming out to join us. You can find No Cap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and, and other purveyors of fine pods. Be sure to subscribe. Five. Leave us that five-star review. Big five stars. Only fives. <laughs> if, you, if it's anything less than a five, you know, don't need, we don't need, need you to rate it. No. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Uh, what do you got? Your food's on its way. What do you, what, what'd you end up getting tonight? So today I went with Caribbean jerk wings. For the island man, you know, the <laughs> island man, yeah. yeah. And then I got some chicken street tacos. All right, they coming, you know. Just try something new, you know. I've been, we've been doing wings every week, so I decided to switch it up and get some tacos and see what that's like. You know, tell everybody what it's like. I can appreciate that, man. Those sound good. I had uh, the same thing you same did thing. for well, the past three weeks now. Yeah, very, uh, very boring. <laughs> had had bones in them this time. You gotta though. spice up your life. I, I man. added bones, man. I got, that's how I spiced it up. I had I made sure they were not boneless. This that, you all, all this time we'd have been going here all these weeks, and you ain't thought like, let me just try different flavors so I can see like if I like it or not. Like you got to live on the edge. Look, look. Oh man. They, oh, Tyrus' food just showed oh, up. Oh man. Those tacos Appreciate look amazing, that. man. Yeah, look at that there. Look at that. I didn't know they had that in their uh, arsenal. We good. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you. I had no idea they had those tacos yeah, in their yeah, arsenal. Look at that there. You got the sauce on the side. Yes, sir. Speaking of, uh, you have a pretty good week? My week was pretty good. I'm putting you on the spot here. Chase got a chicken wing in one hand. I'm asking <laughs> that's, that's questions. Cool. I'm sorry, my man. My week was pretty good, you know. Definitely still working out. Still waiting on the phone call. But outside of that, you know, being very productive, trying to trying to sit around and think about what will, if, if football doesn't work out, what would be my next thing, you know, trying to plan out my next step if football just so happens not to work out. Thank, pray to God that it does, though. Yeah. What are, you, what are you thinking? I'm still into coaching. Yeah. Or, as my fiancé would tell me, that I need to be on TV and talk about it because we watch games, and I sit there, and I will – so we watch a game, and somebody, something bad or good will happen, and I will say exactly what happened, and then the announcer will go on right and say exactly what I just said. And she will look at me and be like, how do you know this? I'm like, listen, baby, <laughs> I'd have been playing football since I was nine years old. I'd have probably got, I'd have probably got cussed out for everything that you could probably get cussed out for in football. Damn it, Tavis. Yeah. Yeah, So, so. <laughs> I know what it's supposed to look like, and I know how to do everything right. So, like, when I watch it, I can instantly tell you what somebody did wrong. Yeah, you'd be good at it. You know what else you'd be good at is go take Bedford to the state title. That would be nice, too. You know what, though? I, I also think I should become, like, a, a, um, a running coach, for example. So, as I was talking about how I'll be critiquing, like, football, 
this has nothing to do with our podcast, but like Daniel Jones last night, he got he got he got to lift the knees. <laughs> what, what are you gonna tell him? He got to lift it, he got to lift his knees up when he runs. You know, man, he, he broke free and he got fatigued because you know quarterbacks are used to running like that far. So if he would have just started to lift the knees up, he would have been good. It's all about the form when you get to the end. When you're tired, you got to focus more on your form. Yeah. He let it just go. Yeah, I, I can believe that, it. And that turf just ate him up. Yeah, dog him, man. Dog him. <laughs> What's film room going to be like for him? Uh, I think he, they're going to laugh. So he's probably going to come in on the team meetings for the next day. And the coach probably going to start the team meeting off. This is what they used to do in Seattle. So stuff like that would happen. And they would play the clip. And they would put like the American sniper on there. Here, he'll just be aiming you down. <laughs> and then once he shoot the gun, you just fall. And, they, they so that, and everybody just falls out laughing. So that's probably what he's gonna get. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, we're gonna let you eat a, eat a wing or two, Johnny. I appreciate Johnny, it. Johnny, catch up, Johnny. How was your week? It was fantastic. It's, yeah. it's you know a little bit of you know Indian summer here in Columbus. A little warm, a little nice. Fall setting in. I like it. Yeah. Football, finally. Football, finally. Football is actually here, which is wild because it's been almost a calendar year, basically. Is 43, what it feels like. 43 weeks. That's insane. Awful long weeks without Big Ten football. And for Buckeye fans, what was the last game they got to see? The, the game that I don't want to talk about. Yeah. That one has been in the mouth, a taste in the mouth for 43 weeks. Yeah. That's awful. That's, I mean, cook up a worse scenario. Yeah, well, and the thing is, is like, you know, for Ohio State fans, the idea is that you get back in the season, all right, we're going to redeem ourselves. You get to beat a team by 50, 60 points in the first week. You don't sit around until mid-late October to get a chance to do that. Oh, yeah. So you're stewing for yeah. two months. Let's cheat these fans out of a win and then make <laughs> yeah. them wait 43 weeks. And, oh, here's a pandemic. <laughs> right. Here's a pandemic, too. Have, have yeah. a good 2020. On top of that. You know, and the worst thing about it is – you know, we start, the Big Ten is starting late, so we got to watch the ACC yes. and we got to watch Clemson. Right. And Clemson looks like they're clicking on all cylinders, and now we all sitting in the, like, in the blind because we don't know, like, exactly what Ohio State's going to look like. But that all ends tomorrow, finally. Finally. Well, tonight even we get, we get a little taste, a little right? something. 8 p.m. Friday night here. Illinois at Wisconsin tonight. Wisconsin. That's actually, that's good ball. Wisconsin. That's good ball. <laughs> Lovey Smith doing his thing. He shocked the world last year. He did beat the last year. So Wisconsin's definitely going to come in with a chip on their shoulder because they can't let it happen. You can't let the pandemic happen and we didn't sat out all these weeks of people that have been crying and begging for a season and you come out and let Illinois beat you? <laughs> and who's that? Who, where is it at? It's in Madison. It's in Madison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wisconsin can't lose that game. It's going to be some furniture moving if Wisconsin <laughs> lose that game. You understand me? They have a new running back, and if you're a Wisconsin running back, you're good for 1,800, basically, right uh, on the gate. According to – yeah, that's – yeah. I mean, they don't mess around. Every he, guy they have run the ball. Yeah, the first game, he's definitely going for 250 for sure. <laughs> he will. Like, There's going to be some guy we never yeah, heard every, of. Everyone will know his name after tomorrow. He probably, he probably have been at Wisconsin. It's probably his fifth year at Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they keep the running backs for years, and then I boom. don't know what they do, man, but every, every backup there just rips it off and heads to the NFL. So we got that tonight. Uh, of course, the Buckeyes are back tomorrow. First game of an eight-game regular season, noon on Fox. Ohio State's favored by 26 points. That's it? <laughs> Seems a little high for me. You think you, that's – you think? I mean, that's a – that's a I don't know. I mean, 45 listen. to 19 win. That's that's comfortable. Listen. This is Nebraska. It's not Bowling Green, right? This is another Big Ten no, we team. Are, I understand that. But listen, it's like they – 
No disrespect to Nebraska, but they like at the bottom of the Big Ten, so it's kind of like <laughs> no disrespect. But you're the worst <laughs> like, team in the entire no, conference. I'm gonna say they're the worst team because that that might not be true. That's true. That's true. Fair. I wouldn't say that. But what I'm saying is, I would think that Nebraska would play a very good game against a MAC team. I think it'd be pretty close. <laughs> would you disagree? <laughs> so you're saying no. Nebraska could maybe challenge for the MAC championship? Is that what you're They'd win it. They'd win it. They'd comfortable giving them They'd win it for sure. Yeah, they win it. But I think that it would be a good game. Yeah. Well, here's how this line's grown. It was 12 and a half in the summer mm. when they first started coming out. Uh, 21 and a half on Monday. Mm. And now it's all the way up to 26. So You don't like the chances? Uh, the betting public seems to like Ohio State big. I, I think Ohio State's going to roll. That's still a big line, but I, st- I, th- I think I they're going to roll. I still think the first, the first quarter now, we, listen, now everybody that's listening, when, when we watch the game on Saturday, we cannot panic if they come out flat in the first quarter. Don't panic because it is a pandemic and it's going to take some adjusting. You know, it's the first time they're going against a different team, and it's a lot of, it's a lot of transitions that needs to happen. Yeah. Once they get it, trust me, <laughs> the ball's going to roll. Did you have any – everyone's got a friend that panics way too early, you know, or knows someone that does, and it's like they go down 3 nothing the first quarter. They're like, oh, oh no. It's, <laughs> was, was there anyone on the team you played with that had any of that, no, it, none of that energy? I, no. no we, we wouldn't allow going, it? Yeah, we ain't going for that. Yeah. Not at all. Uh-uh. We yeah. was always – no matter what the score was, we was going to win. Yeah. We win. could be down 21 and we could be back and winning. You have to have that mindset. Absolutely. You got to uh, play hard until the clock hits triple zero. That's what a lot of people forget nowadays. See, teams go up so big and then they just take their foot off the gas. And that's how you get teams to come back. You can't relax until the clock hits triple zero. You like keeping that foot on the throat the whole yeah, time. You, just let them know. Yeah. You're not coming back. You're not getting any points. And you know what? I, I always believed that in my career. But when I got to Seattle, it was Cam Chancellor who actually, like, solidified it, stamped it for me. Because we was playing a game. I can't remember who we was playing. We was playing a game. And he was like, he was, for some odd reason, he was inactive the game. So he was on the sideline. He was like, we're going to win this game. He called out the score. And sure enough, the score was exactly what he said. So I'm like, man, this man's kind of a wizard. So he, he was all that mindset, <laughs> yeah, though. He was like, Stamp yeah, him we, out. Yeah, we was down. We came out down. Like, I think we, we was down by like 14 real quick. And we came back and won the game. I was like, man, Cam know what he's talking about. Good to have that on your team. Nothing normal this year. Uh, no skull session before the game. Yeah, that sucks. No band. That's not good either. They're not. Wait, sta- the, the, the band ain't gonna be there. Uh, no, they're not staying at the Blackwell. Not the best damn band uh, in the land. So, so to open up the game, the band ain't playing. Nope. It's gonna be some piped-in music. Wow. No Brutus. I, I can, oh, that's tough. I can I, okay. I can kind of see the band. It's a lot of people no, close together, no, blowing on no. each other. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> what, what do you do in a band? You blow, that, right? I no, mean, I can kind of see that. They gotta be tested. But I can kind of see. It. They the, can play it with a play it play it under the the, the mask. Can you get the music sounding right? I don't know. Mask? It's, it's worth the shot, ain't it? <laughs> two, two guys that definitely don't know trying to figure this out. Uh, I thought they could get Brutus in there. It's one yeah. man or one woman or whoever is doing it. What about staffing. the cheerleaders? Don't believe so. I didn't hear the cheerleaders because I, I can't imagine they're going to be there. I don't think so. Wow. Yeah, it's going to look uh, it, you very know, interesting. Well, we can't, beggars can't be choosers. No, we, we, at least we got a season, you know? That's a good way of looking at it. Can you talk us through or walk us through what was a typical game day morning like in, say, 15 or 14 when you were there? Okay, so we'll go my last year. Okay. So my last year I roomed with – I had the – the uh, honors of rooming with the Von Bell, okay? 
So <laughs> me and Vine, we were, we were very dedicated our last year because we were kind of like the leaders of secondary. Right. So everybody leaned on us. And we wanted to make sure that we was on our A game at all times. So me and Vine would wake up, no matter what time the game was, we would wake up at 6 in the morning and we would go down and meet with Coach Ash. She Even at 8 p.m. games, you're still waking up Whatever. at 6? 6 a.m. We're going to wow. wake up. Right. We're going to go watch this tape. Coach Ash should have a little clip for us, like a, like, probably like a 20, 20 clips of, of, of our opponent and what we need to study. You know, one last film session, basically. And we would go down, we would watch it. Then we'll go back up to our rooms, depending on what time the game was. If it was a noon game, we would, we would leave that film session and go right to Coach Mick. So, they, so if, you, if you don't know, well, you probably don't. No, I don't. So, yeah. Sarah, so it's if, hard right, to believe, but I, so I did on, not play for Ohio State. On, on, a noon game, <laughs> on a noon game, the wake-up time is 6.30. Okay. <laughs> and I've always wanted people, I'm going to set my alarm early. Because at six thirty, the coach, the strength coaches is coming and they banging on the door. Just, All the coaches coming just, to bang on the door is where you're. Actually, it's not the, it's your position coach. He's gonna come bang on the door. And if if you will, if you sleep, it's very annoying. Yeah, like it just really woke me up out of my sleep. Like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna get up. So me and Vine will always get up and like open the notch on the door just in case, <laughs> <laughs> or we would just leave the room before they come because I'm not about to deal with that. So they wake you up. You gotta hurry up and get dressed. You might not even have time to wash your face and brush your teeth because you got to get downstairs right now because you got to get ready to do the walk. So when you walk downstairs, outside, Coach Mick got all these these waters, these cups of waters. They call it uh, championship water. <laughs> Everything's branded. I love yeah, it. Yeah, championship water. You got to drink it right before, yeah. right now. You got to down the whole thing Wait, right now. We're going to here. This is no, championship it's, water. It's about a cup about this size <laughs> right. right now. You got to drink all of it. And it's ice cold, too. About 20 ounces of water. Yeah. yeah. Boom, you got to throw it back and wake you up. Ah. Right? <laughs> so, so then everybody comes down, they drink their water. Then you take the walk around the, the, uh, the black well. You know, just as tradition. Then you go, walk, you eat breakfast. What's uh, breakfast? Well, they got, a, they got a spread. I was, uh, uh, you know, eggs, little hash browns. Yeah. A yeah. couple pieces of bacon. Right. I don't really like to eat a lot. Yeah. Before the game, I like to eat a lot of fruit. Okay. Smart. Right. You, know, yeah. you don't want to be heavy before no. the game, but right. you need something to, like, hold you over. Right. So, you eat your breakfast. Coach Meyer gives a speech. It's always a good speech. Very motivating speech. Um, that he gives a speech at breakfast? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a, a pregame talk, gotcha. you know, like a, you know, like why this game is important, like all that we need to do to win this game mm -hmm. is this. Okay, right. Leave that. You go offensive defense. You might have walkthroughs for about ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes. After that, go back up to the room. Now it's time to get dressed. Go get dressed. Put your suit on because you got to wear a suit with the tie. Yep. Come back down. You got the highlight video. Highlight video. That's oh, just get you amps. Is, oh. that, is that the sole purpose of that? Is oh, get, that, get, get the juices listen, going a little that, bit. That, that video, you about to run through a wall after that video go. I'm telling you right now, Dave okay. did a tremendous job with them videos. Okay, so you get done with that, split up offense, defense. Your defensive coordinator give you one last pep talk mm -hmm. to motivate you. Offense, obviously, the same thing. After that. Is the black is the walk? Yep. We do the walk through the school. Is that fun every time? It is. is it? Now the first year I was there, we was allowed to wear headphones, and then I guess the fans complained that we couldn't hear them. 
So they made us take our headphones off so we could listen to the fan. Okay. So my last year, me and Vi would go find Coach Fick because we found out that everybody loves Coach Fick. And they would yell the craziest things to Coach Fick. They, sit in the house, Luke. Blitz them all, Luke. <laughs> Get that last bit of advice to win the game. I love so it. me and Vi would go find him. We would always be pointing Luke out like, he ain't right here, y'all. <laughs> So we can hear everybody say the crazy stuff to him. We get to the skull session. They give up, give the speech. Coach Mike gives a speech. A player usually gives their speech. Um, I don't know if I ever did that. I, I, I'm sitting here thinking about it. Did I ever do skulls? Don't know. That, that's neither here nor there. Then we walk to the stadium, and then when you get to the stadium, it's, it's, it's that time. time. And then you have, how, how say a noon kickoff. What time do you get to the stadium for a noon kickoff? I think you would get there three hours early. It's so about 9? About 9, 9.30ish. And you're in the locker room. You chill for a little bit. You got to get dressed. You got to get taped. Get taped. See I, saw I, would, you, I would walk right in and go straight to getting taped. Mm-hmm. From there, I go to my locker, sit there. We get, well, you got to wait because every position group goes out at a different time. So when I had to wait for the DBs, obviously. DBs go out, do their little quick warm-up, had the coaches throw you a couple balls, go back in, get, you put your uh, shoulder pads on, get your helmet on. Then next time you go out, the team goes out. That's when you do offense, defense with the team. Seven on seven, couple little team plays. Go back in. They do the national anthem and all that. Come back out, and then it's game time. Run out of the tunnel. Yeah, that, that. Now, listen, that first time out that tunnel, like, listen, <laughs> me and Cardell, I was with Cardell, <laughs> and we was like, so we came out for our, our warm-up. And I'm like, like, you look in the stands, I'm like, ain't nobody even, like, here like that. So, like, why everybody keep talking about this coming out the tunnel? <laughs> Man, we came out for the game? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, it, it was everything. It was, I was, hey, listen. If anybody has a chance to walk down the tunnel, you should definitely take it. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like your adrenaline is just rushing. You're, it don't matter what it is. You'll run through a whole brick wall at that moment when you see all them fans go crazy. I, I it's, bet it's, it's like that. Did you have anything in the pros that was close to that? Coming out the smoke? Yeah. Coming was out was the, that fun? Coming like out Seattle? Smoke, yeah. yeah. Coming out that smoke when yeah. they call your name? Yeah. I, I only got to do it one time because I only started one game at like, San Fran. Called your name. And they, it was, oh, man. So, let, let me tell you. Side note about that. Since we, <laughs> on, since we on the topic, since Let's, you brought it up. No, I want to hear it. We want to so, hear it. We got, that game was a Thursday night game. Our uh, safeties had just got, two of our safeties got hurt. And I was playing corner, but they, obviously, I knew how to play safety as well. So, they said, go play safety. So one of our, our starting safety tart had Stinger, so he was out. And then the, the person under him had got a concussion. So he was out. So obviously, Tigers, we need you to play, start this game. So I'm like, all right, bet. Now come to find out, they doing uh, defensive uh, announcement, introductions, defensive introductions. Because usually one game, one home game is offense, then the next game is defense. It keeps flipping. I got you. So this game, it was defense. I was like, oh, man. That's what I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) So as a kid, I'm like, oh, you get all these different ways. Like, I'm going to come out to smoke like this one day. Like, when they call my name, I'm going to come out like this. Just see a little bit of Ray Lewis. All that. I'm going to do this. Right? (laughs) So the day before the game, it was a Thursday game. So Wednesday night, I was telling them, I was like, listen, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the shirt. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to do what Sherm do when he come out to smoke. And the funny thing is, my name get called before Sherm. 
to so, do. So I'm going to do what he do, and when he do what I do, they're going to be like, why is he doing <laughs> You were going to do it first. Yeah, I'm going to do it first. <laughs> so, so my coach was like, my, my uh, position coach, half, half was like, you should totally do it. Oh, he was in on it. Sir was like, listen, Tyrus, I've been doing the same thing for nine years. I'm not about to let you switch up what I'm doing. So sure enough, the time comes. <laughs> do I do it or not? <laughs> do I do it or not? So I go out there, show. I'm like, listen, you only get to do this. Might be a once right. in a lifetime right. thing. I'm gonna make it memorable. Seize show enough, when I did, did it. <laughs> did he know what he, he said? Yeah, he was. He was like, he just started laughing. Oh, at he was he, a good sport. Yeah, he was cool about yeah. it. I was gonna do the shirt, man. I got it on video too. It's actually kind of funny. You're gonna have to send me that. Some guys <laughs> might might not appreciate it. Might not no, be a it, good sport it, about it. No, yeah, he was he cool. Was cool. With it. He was because it was funny because he literally came out and did the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a thought that if there's no Blackwell, there's no walk, there's no skull session this year, uh, there's a thought that players can focus more on maybe film, uh, things like that before the game. Do you see that as an advantage for Ohio State in home games this year since they have all the other stuff cut out? I think I feel like Ohio State is such a, 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 org, a program that you should already be focused. You're ready like, before that time. Yeah. I think so. You don't. I don't think that them not having the fans is making them any more focused than they already would have been, anyways. Right. The fans being there actually is more juice. You know, okay. it's it's like gets you more hype for the game. What What are they going to do to fill that time? If you're if you're a head coach, what are you doing to fill that time then? Probably going over more. They probably spend more time doing walkthroughs. More walkthroughs. Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably more preparation. As Coach Meyer would say, you gotta you gotta prepare until the foot hits the ball. Yeah. After that, it's just all adjustments. Yeah, and I, I can see fans and, and some of the traditions giving you that, that extra juice for the game. Oh yeah. But I don't think we're gonna have to worry about it tomorrow. No, no. Forty three weeks. I'm about to say after yeah. the, after this drought we yeah. had. Yeah. Yeah. No, they and they've so they so motivated. They dedicated their whole off season. People that took time away from. Going back home, you got Master Teague who decided to stay at the university to get healthy. You got yeah. Justin Fields becoming a vegan. Yeah. You got so many people <laughs> just dedicating, they all making all these sacrifices that there's not they locked in for sure. 100 percent locked in. You know, but him being a vegan is gonna make him move better. He might be more flexible. You know, he I'm might you on that. he might be more his fatigue might be a little bit better. You know, it's a lot yeah. of stuff. It's a lot of pros than there is cons to this. Yeah, and I guess we'll find out tomorrow. We will. So, <laughs> one of the things they're doing is they're piping in crowd noise. That's good. Big Ten is capping it at seventy decibels. Is that allowed? Which yeah. Is, what is seventy decibels? Seventy sound is like? Uh, like a vacuum cleaner. Okay. Oh, so, that's terrible. So, 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 noise. so Scott Frost got what he wanted. Kind of, because he was complaining a little bit about the piped-in crowd noise. Now, for big plays, they're allowed to go up to 90 decibels, which is basically, Johnny, it's like um, a motorcycle from 25 feet away, as Hal was explaining. I'm like, that's a very interesting way of explaining something. That's pretty loud. A motorcycle, but 25 feet, not <laughs> 5 feet, sir. Right. I was like, okay. I just measure all of the sound that I listen to, and feet away from a motorcycle. Me too, me too. Like, oh, that's 80 feet from a motorcycle. Yeah. I've heard that many times in my life. Right, it's 150 feet away from a motorcycle. Yeah, so on big plays, they're allowed to go up to 90 decibels. Uh, touchdowns, turnovers, I'm, I'm assuming things like that. But yeah, Scott Frost, Nebraska's coach, was 
getting ahead of it a little bit a couple weeks ago, saying he you know, hopes the league doesn't let noise be pumped to the bench or directed at the visitor's bench and all that. I think it's, it's, it's going to really affect third downs the most. You think so? I'm interested to hear what it sounds third, like. Third downs, it gets really loud in any stadium. Third, That's how you can tell if a stadium is loud on how they, how they react to third downs. But Ryan Day actually said he expects more noise because in real games, fans tend to be quiet between plays. And the teams get back to the line, they get loud. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more of this, more yeah. of like a hill and valley thing. For sure. So it could be more of a constant thing. We'll have to see. But this week, Scott Frost is like best friends with Ohio State. He was asked <laughs> his Monday press conference. He's, this is a quote from the guy. Here's what he had to say. It's been a battle. Like I just uh, said, I think Ohio State, it's probably the ones that led the battle. We've certainly been in lockstep with them to try to get football back. Um so I'm going to root for them in every single game except this first one uh, because I'm I'm uh, grateful to them for um, going shoulder and shoulder and fighting to get this back. I respect that. I do too. I respect I that. I, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's coach speak. I think that's genuine. I, I, yeah, I think that's very a genuine response. I, I don't – it kind of – sometimes he makes it seem like, you know, uh, he don't have a lot of confidence in his own team, but I think he sees how good that Ohio State is. And, I mean, come on now. Let's be realistic. He knows Ohio State is probably going to be the ones contending for the, the uh, national championship. And if you're not in it, you got to root for your own yeah. conference to yeah. win it at least. I like that too. Unless it's the team up north. No. That's different. You Never. Know? Yeah. I think, you know, the Nebraska lawsuit and then with Frost and Day kind of stepping up and releasing statements and Justin Fields' uh, petition that he had going. And, yeah. You know, there certainly are brothers in that spirit for, sure. for bringing the league back. And I think history, we're going to look back one day at that Nebraska lawsuit and realize just how big it was. Not that they were going to win the suit or this or that, but it kind of forced the Big Ten to say or do something. Because if they would have had their way to say, oh, we're, we're, we're going to try it in January or February, there's no season, goodbye, we'll talk to you in four months. It would have been a shame. Like I say, we, it's a lot of stuff that's, that's, being, that's missing from Saturday, Saturday football, mm-hmm. but, I mean, at least we get the game. So, I mean, ultimately we're winning as fans. Yeah, Ohio State 7-1 and one all-time against Nebraska. Oh, really? Last year, 48-7 to in Lincoln. What about, what about in 2012? Uh, 63-38. You were part of that massacre. I, I was reassuring, but I was there. They had a family, man. That you was one of those. It too. was a night game, too. Frost had this to say about the 48-7 Ohio State drubbing last year. That being said, I thought we did a really good job of keeping the game close uh, last year for about five minutes. <laughs> That's his quote. He's like, all right, funny guy. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's got a good sense of humor. He does. He's being really cool about it. And I think he knows that, like you mentioned, this is the best team he's going to play all year. And congratulations, Nebraska. You brought football back, and you get to open your season with the toughest team you're going to have yeah, to face. That's probably what the Big Ten probably said. Since y'all want to be in it, since y'all two brothers and whatnot, and y'all battling us here, this is what we're going to do to y'all. We're going to make y'all open the season up against each other. There are people right now in an Applebee's in Lincoln, Nebraska, saying, man, it's a conspiracy that we, had to, <laughs> that, we, that we had to play Ohio State first. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. There's a big difference between your house beer and the new house beer at B-Dubs. Yours comes in cans and bottles. Ours comes cold on draft at the sports bar. And it's called Wild Herd Kolsch by Goose Island. And in $3 talls, it's a bright, crisp, and easy drinking excuse to trade your couch for Buffalo Wild Wings. So get here and make your next beer a $3 tall Wild Herd Kolsch. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! At participating locations for a limited time, dining only, please drink responsibly. We've talked about this a lot, but nation's best offensive line in Ohio State, in my opinion, and I think some other people as well, 
a healthy left tackle, Thayer Munford. But he had some interesting things to say the other day about how last year he wanted to play hurt to prove to his brothers he could play. But this year he's completely healthy and he's talking about just finishing blocks and destroying guys, and that's what you want to hear from your left tackle. <laughs> that's definitely what you want to hear. An elite pair of interior offensive linemen. Center Josh Myers, right guard Wyatt Davis. Both those guys are juniors. Absolutely. Uh, both those guys will be taken fairly early in the NFL draft when they decide to go, uh, presumably after the season for Myers because he almost – or Wyatt he almost left Davis. Left yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know anything about sophomore Harry Miller, left guard? I don't. First start. Oh, really? He's a renaissance man. Ah. He's Go to his Twitter. Go follow him. <laughs> what's He's got – Wait, what's his, what's his name? Uh, I don't know his handle. I'll send it to you when you go off okay. is it, is So it's not nothing cool? No, it, 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 he's cool, not <laughs> okay. his handle. Okay. Yeah, okay. not this case. Well, Look. you listen to this, Harry. You need to, get, you need to work on your Twitter handle. Get up your game, buddy. For Jason. <laughs> there you go. No, I like him anyway because half his, video, half his tweets are videos of him playing weird instruments or cool songs. Oh, he, really? He was in a team video where he's talking about uh, physics and string theory. So he's a smart kid. Super smart. Valedictorian of his high school class. Oh, yeah, look at this. Johnny's showing him right now. Yeah. Just the it's got him playing the piano. He's doing the Bond theme on, piano, on like, violin and other stuff. Boy, look like, like a young Bobby Carpenter. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a unique and uh, interesting character. Personal, personality is outstanding. Got him making his first start. So that's the line. Okay? One of the best in the country. Probably the best, in my opinion. And then you got Justin Fields with all of his toys. And I'm talking about, you know, the wide receivers are really good. The three starters, Chris Olave, who I still don't understand how he's smooth, how, how he's so smooth, how his body control is so good. Uh, fantastic. He just has that it factor. You know, some people are just born with it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's clearly one of them. He, he, he's, yeah, uh, amazing to watch. Wide receiver Jameson Williams is going to be starting for the first time this season. Okay. They're all raving about his speed. And then we got a couple of first stars out there. I like this, man. Yeah, and then Garrett Wilson in the slot. I think he's going to lead the team in receptions because that's the guy on the inside routes. That's the, that's who your quarterback's going to so look you, for. You think he's going to lead? The, is that your yeah. goal prediction? Yeah, I, I think I think Garrett Wilson's going to lead this team in, Johnny, in receptions. Second day. I think it's still Olave. I think okay. I think Olave is more versatile than Garrett. It's ah. a good problem to have that we're sitting here. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it is because Olave is amazing. Ah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I think they'll line up a lot of it a little different. Yeah, I mean, interesting. it's going to be fun to see. And then, of course, you got the four freshmen, part of the best, you know, freshman recruiting class in, in maybe college football history, chomping at the bit to get in. Several five stars in that group. They, they can rotate in so many different dudes on any given play. It's, it's wild. It's absolutely crazy. Not fair. Uh, Trace good. Ehrman, Oklahoma running back transfer, will be really good. Uh, I think people are sleeping on him. Master I'm, Teague. I'm definitely interested to see him. Yeah, both of them. I, I'm telling you, I know he can play with a purpose because Oklahoma's watching. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, got to show him. Y'all did me wrong. Let me show y'all what y'all missed out on. It's a money year, too. Who do you guys think gets more carries tomorrow between those two, Sermon and Teague? Teague. Out of respect, Teague. I can see that. I can see that. You both going Teague? Yeah, because I think I agree. I think they would like they want Sermon to get his and, and get his carries and show what he can do. But they want to let Teague know that you know he's still part of the team. That's he's Teague. still contributing. It was, it was Teague's team. It was gonna be Teague's team. So mm, was it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> he I mean, was he's next been there. Yeah. He was a backup running back. The only last thing, year. the only way that Sermon takes more carries 
than Teague is if Teague really isn't 100%. You know, yeah. it was Tate Martell's team at one time, too, with that logic. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? I wonder how he's doing. Now. Not well. Not well. <laughs> I don't think anything has gone right for that guy. Is he still in Miami? Him. Yeah, he's doing all and right. And he got suspended in Miami. Oh, he got suspended? He missed their first game. They suspended him. Oh, that's right. I don't, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm trying try not to follow the Tate saga too closely. But <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy, man. Uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Life comes at you fast. And then Luke Farrell, Jeremy Rucker, two underrated tight ends. You can catch the ball really well. Yes. Uh, Ohio State's not going to use them as much as they should because that's how we do it up here. <laughs> we, we, we talk about using the tight ends, and we, we give them like four passes a year. But Maybe we, four big passes, though. They, for some odd reason, the tight end always comes up and makes a big play when we need it the most. You're right. It's actually the dangest thing. You remember Ruckert's one-hander in the Big Ten Championship? That, yeah, that's that changed what I'm the complexion that's of the game? That's what I'm saying. Help get that comeback going? I'm looking to see the next step here, too, for uh, Zach Harrison, a defensive end. Hoping he's going to make that sophomore leap. Uh, looking for Jonathan Cooper to have a big year in the Block O jersey. And yeah, then yeah. Coming around a little bit, or are you still a little I, lukewarm on it? No. <laughs> I told you. I told you for a defense alignment, it's perfect. Maybe even a middle linebacker. But outside of that, you wouldn't it, wear the it corner. Ain't, it ain't going in the secondary. I'm telling you. If, if, if I'm telling listen. you, it's not going in the secondary. Is the numbers in the secondary is one, two. And 23, obviously, because of me. <laughs> Listen, if I'm a corner and I'm wearing zero, that's the number of receptions I'm giving up. And I'm going to let everyone know that. <laughs> All right. You know? if, if I'm good enough to do that. right? Okay. I mean, obviously, we'll, me, me in this form is I not going to do you, that. I bet but if, you. If I were you playing corner and I'm wearing zero with your frame, I'm like, no one's catching the ball. That's funny. because Zero receptions. The funny thing is, I can see somebody definitely using that logic. Yeah. Oh, they will. I guarantee you yeah. that that person then, that decides to wear zero at corner is going to get bombed the first play of the game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> guarantee it. And then they give up guarantee that Guarantee it. They got to listen to the receivers telling them to change his number. That's what I'm saying. They're going to they they put it out in the media. Yeah, I'm wearing zero because that's how many receptions I'm giving up this season. First play of the game, we're going to change that right now. We bombing it. <laughs> uh, Tommy Togiai, Antoine Jackson getting their first start at uh, nose tackle and defensive tackle. Uh, very green line, man. Very green defensive line, but very talented. I and mean, there's no chumps on this roster, right? I, I, like I say, they nobody knows the lot, so no double teams should be coming. Yeah, right off <laughs> the bat, they're gonna get a lot of singles. So they got a lot of chances to to really run up some sacks right now. Ryan Day says linebackers are the strength of this team. I mean, are you cool with that? They are the most uh, experienced, I they would say. Certainly that. Yeah. They definitely got the most experienced. Um, and they're, I mean, line, you would want your linebackers to always be the, the strength of your team because, I mean, actually, you really want the D-line, but the linebackers are usually the leaders of the defense, so they would have to be seen as the strength. Right. Uh, tough Borland, Pete Warner, two underrated guys, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think the casual fan thinks – one or both of them are bad, but Tuff's all right. And, and Pete's really underrated, moving out to a new spot in the linebacker core this year. And Baron Browning, man, a graduate student. Yeah, I'm waiting. I, 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 I Five really, star out of Texas. I, I know. Is I this really the year? Want Is this him the year? to have an outstanding season. Because you knew who else someone you play with fit, fits his profile. Kurt, Curtis Grant. Very well. I yeah. knew it. <laughs> Five star. I knew it. Yeah, didn't really get it going until like towards the end of his last year and a half. Last year, yeah. 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 Well, see, Curtis turned out to be outside of linebacker play. Curtis was just a tremendous leader. Like, I don't think. Like, okay, he was always a goofy guy. Like, me and him hung out a couple of times. He was always – he could make you laugh. Real cool dude. 
But like on the field, it wasn't kind of like he didn't really do enough to be seen as like a big time captain, like leader. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until that last year, that year we went to the national championship, that his leadership just jumped out. Just changed. Yeah, it, I, it was Ray Lewis is. How did? What do you attribute it's that just, to? I don't know. He just. I think woke you know what I think. This, this is I, it. I, that and the fact that I think everybody just had his back, man. It's just, I think he really dedicated himself to that last season. And on top of that, that was the year that Raekwon came in, mm -hmm. and he was kind of a mentor. He was not kind of. He was a mentor slash big brother to Raekwon. And when you mentoring somebody, they watching everything you do. So you got to make sure that you correct. Right, right. Everything you do got to be right. And I think that helped him become a better player because he couldn't make any mistakes because he got this kid. Yeah. Well, not a kid. Sorry, Raekwon. He got this <laughs> dude behind throw that could very well, you know, he needs to raise because he's going be, to be the future linebacker of this university. That's interesting you said. So he gives some responsibility up this game. Right. Yeah. That's cool he stepped up like that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was – it was amazing, actually. Curtis, shout out to Curtis, man. You was a tremendous leader. We're well, here. I don't care what nobody ever says about you. You cool in my book, Kurt. We're, we're here for Sean Wade's victory lap this year. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wasn't even going to come back. Was going to go in the draft, and he came back. Then he declared and said, "I'm opting out." And then he came back. Yeah, I'm interested to see how he plays. He's the guy that I'm gonna really pay, spend a lot of time watching tomorrow because, like I said, it, you know, this is the thing. Some people, so a, a wise man once told me that if you have the desire to leave, leave. Because if you come back, all you're going to do is look at the NFL and say, I should have went or I should have did this. And it's always going to be in your mind, which kind of messes you up from focusing on what you need to be focused on. You always got to be where your feet are. And if your mind is always thinking, man, I could be in the NFL right now, you're going to miss the bus Makes right sense. now. Right. You had a year of eligibility left. I did. Do you ever say? Not at all. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. No. I did the right thing. Okay. I did the right thing. Just wanted to I was, check. I was trying to open it up for the Malik Hookers in the world. Because oh, think, think about it. If me and Vaughn stayed another year, we wouldn't have known who Malik Hooker was. Yeah, or we'd have just seen him a year later. That too. Because he left us. <laughs> <laughs> that too. But like I say, everything happens like it's supposed to happen. We, like, me leaving helped out Malik Hooker and all the safety. Malik owes you money. Is that what we're getting No, at? no. Malik, <laughs> do not owe me anything. Malik, you. I think he does. No, Malik, you, you good. Keep your money. Save your money. Speaking of Malik, his brother, Marcus, uh, starting at safety, and we've talked about this before, it's his redshirt sophomore year, the same year that Malik blew, blew up. Wouldn't that be something, though? Wouldn't it? <laughs> you think he would declare? I would. I would, too. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you, know what, you have to, right? It, it would be destined if he goes out there and really do what his brother did. It actually would be really good. I mean, he has that type of ability. I hope so. He definitely got that in him. I really pray that he does have a, a tremendous season where he gets a lot of pick six. Because his brother was like like a Deion Sanders. He got that, if he got that pick, he was gone. Yeah, insane. He was a he was an athlete, man. It was tremendous. And like I said, just watching his his transformation from when the time he got there to the time he left, it was literally like night and day. I wish the average person could see how he was when he first got there to how he was when he left. It, Struggle it, it was un, It's unbelievable. Hmm. He it, Most it, improved guy you saw? 100, 100%. Yeah? 100%. Now, Malik was, he was just a raw talent. And I think he finally, like, just 
focused on his craft, and he became just a better player. He started taking coaching, because him and Coach Ash used to clash. If you think me and, me and Coach Ash clash, you ain't seen nothing until you see Malik and Coach Ash. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. I might be giving out too much information. Oh, my God. It was a time where Malik wanted to transfer because of him. And Coach Ash had to talk him out of it. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. Now, if you're Marcus, are you hitting Malik up for tips? Absolutely. My brother's in the NFL. Why don't yeah, you use that, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm sure as a big brother, you want to see your little brother succeed. And – I don't know how true this is. In my case, I'm the younger brother, so I'm going to say it. I don't know if it holds weights or not. The younger brother is usually a better athlete than the bigger brother. What makes you say that? Because I'm, better, I'm a better athlete than my brother. <laughs> so what, a sample of one? Well, both is. You think, was, was you think Nick? Nick's better than Joey? Yeah. Do you? Overall, yeah. I don't know if that's true. Well, for bias reasons, I have to say Joey. Well, fair enough. And, and, and <laughs> I'm look, biased, though. They're, you they're can't both, take bias. I think both they're both incredible. incredible. Yeah. Both incredible. I think, I think Nick's got a higher ceiling. Interesting. Uh, a higher feeling. Huh. That's, that's a take. All right. That, that is a good one. All right. I'm just saying. Who are we going to you You're allowed. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Yes. We're going to get to why my opinions are stupid later <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we going to watch for on the Nebraska side? There's some interesting stuff coming out this week. Quarterback Adrian Martinez. Any relation to Taylor? Pretty sure no. No. But, but they love. Maybe Mar he's the younger brother, though. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, he's, maybe he's the better athlete. <laughs> Wait, now, Taylor Martinez was all right. Yeah. Right? Team Magic. Yeah. You know, it's something about Nebraska and the Martinez's, boy. I know. It's super <laughs> weird. He had a great freshman campaign, but dipped as a sophomore last year. He was in a battle for his job. He has 6,000 yards of total offense in his career, and he was just named a starter this week as a junior, even though he started the last two years. What's that say to you? They're not confident in him. He must obviously – he's probably one of those guys that's um, – it's like a roller coaster with him. Sometimes he's really good, and then it's sometimes he's just piss poor. Are there positions where it's easier to get in that roller coaster than others, or is that just a universal thing across all positions in football? No, it's a universal thing. It, it could be like that. Yeah, if you're not – Consistency is very hard in college, or actually in any sport. Being consistent and being dominant day in and day out, it's a hard thing, because sometimes there's a lot of things that comes in. Injuries come in, height, uh, the player that you're going against. It's a lot of stuff, a lot of variables that come in that people don't consider. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's across the whole, all 22 positions. You have to work to be a pro in whatever you do in life. Yeah, for sure. You have to work you, to be it, consistent. It's ridiculous amount. Of preparation, yeah, whether it's football that, or that anything a lot else. of a lot. That's and sometimes that's the thing that that really bothers me when, when the average fan watches a sport and they like dog the player that's mm -hmm. out there, like get him out, he's not good enough. Like you don't understand the, the amount of preparation and time that this man probably put in, mm -hmm. and just sometimes the guy just. The, I mean, the guys on scholarship, too, he's, yeah. he's they, they pretty try good, on the too. Other side. Yeah, like, yeah. you can't just say that he's bad because of one game or one play. So, uh, Adrian Martinez was named the starter quarterback this week by Scott Frost. Also named captain, like, the day later, which is always interesting. Hmm. We'll see if you start first and we'll decide <laughs> if you're going to be our captain. I mean, uh, wide receiver Wandale Robinson He's a sophomore. <laughs> That's kind of messed that they did. Yeah, is it not? <laughs> Wandale Robinson's 5'10", 185. Look for him on the field wearing number one. He had 40 catches for about 450 last year, 88 good. carries for 340. He's a true freshman. That's, that's a true. That's pretty yeah. good. That's Honorable mention, all Big Ten type of guy that could stress this young secondary, give him an early test. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see what we do. Because he'll, he'll line up in the backfield, slot, wide out. I mean, they'll put him everywhere. 
Nebraska's got a really good offensive line, probably their best unit. Yeah. All five starters are back. That, that's that's going to be a good test for our defense. Again, line. another another important test. Uh, Nebraska's offensive line has a trio of seniors who are three-year starters, and that's like gold. If you can get those guys on the offensive yeah, line. Yeah, you get something like that, boy. 35 games under their belt. Especially on the offensive line. That's where you need it the most. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver Cade Warner, Kurt Warner's son. Ah. He's a junior, retro junior. Eight catches for one-on-one last year. Probably not going <laughs> to, you know, light, light, light the world on fire this year. You, but you never know. This could be his breakout season. And, and they had J.D. Spielman transfer in the offseason, so he's yeah. going to get yeah, more, yeah. more, uh, more balls. Yeah. Have you seen this guy? He's got a mustache. Looks like he just stepped off the set of Deadwood. Like that HBO show. <laughs> yeah, you feeling that? I like it, man. And, you know, it looks corny. I like it because... Someone asked him about it. He said, oh, I don't think it looks good. I just think it looks funny, and I can appreciate that, you know? <laughs> he's got a sense of Yeah, humor. he's not there to see. He knows it doesn't look good. He's just scared to make people laugh, you know? People do that, though. It's I like <laughs> And you can appreciate cornerback uh, DiCaprio Boodle. That's an all-name right there. Uh, Redshirt <laughs> senior. He started his first eight at corner last year. What's his, what's his first name? DiCaprio. You think they are fans of Leonardo? Might be. Maybe big Titanic fans, huh? <laughs> Speaking of boats. <laughs> Uh, first, first eight started at corner last year, then played the last four at safety. How hard is that to switch? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's not easy as people think because you go from being locked in on one guy to seeing to, to having to see the big picture. Mm-hmm. So that's that. And actually itself. have to tackle, right? That too. Because one of them you have to tackle, one you just can't yeah. push them out of bounds yeah. a little bit. You gotta, oh, wait, wait you gotta have that right mindset <laughs> at safety. I tell you right now, you gotta be able to run through something. What's the hardest hit you ever were in? The hardest participant in uh, in a game at Ohio State. <laughs> the hardest hit that I laid, or somebody go either way, whatever you want to <laughs> hit me with, whatever you want. Uh, let's see. The hardest hit I think I did. Oh, I did. oh man. Now it's coming. Up. Oh, listen. <laughs> the dude from so we was playing Minnesota. This was that game where it was like the frozen tundra. It was yeah, like JT that, had that run? Yeah, that game. Yeah. That, why? That's funny. That's, everybody remember that game because of JT. <laughs> the slowest fast run ever. JT faster than Daniel Jones. He didn't get caught. He didn't make <laughs> yes, sir, he he did get caught. JT got to the end zone. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they threw it to the tight end across the middle. And I came and, ooh, it was one of them. It was one of those strike zones that you could get fined if you don't do it right. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching clips, so I did it correctly. And I dropped, dude, and then it's just so happy that I'm sitting there, like, celebrating on the dude. And Duran and went and picked the ball off, and I didn't even know it. He take it off down the field. So I had you to, could have had the fumble. But- look, I had to stop my celebration short to, to get block. on to go try to block somebody. <laughs> he messed up everything. He should have just dropped it and let me finish my celebration. <laughs> Duran Grant was gone? Yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> let me put you guys on the spot, uh, Johnny and, and Tyvis. What are you most excited to see tomorrow? Let's kind of do this uh, rapid round. I'm most excited to see if the hype is real. You know, everybody, we've been talking about it for, what is this, episode seven? Eight, eight? maybe. Eight. We've been talking about it for about eight weeks, yeah. about how this offense got this, 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 and this. And, and we want to go to play in the national championship, more than likely it's going to be against Clemson. And we see Clemson week in, week out, putting up yes, a do. bunch of points. Yes, we do. Now, granted, like I said, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because this is the first game. So I'm not expecting them to go out and put up 70 points right. at, by any means. I just want to make sure that the offense is clicking. You know, they get the wrinkles out. Because, like I say, next week they're going to play a really, I think, a pretty good Penn State team. Yes. So they got to be ready to be clicking on all cylinders. You got a score prediction? For this week or next week? This week. 
Put you on the spot. All right. First quarter, I'm going to say it's probably going to be like a 14 nothing. Okay. 14 nothing Buckeyes. By the end of the game, I'm going to say, judging by history, <laughs> judge, hold on, let me, let, me look at, let me look at these. Judging by history, Nebraska's highest point scored is 38. And they around, I'm going to say Nebraska's going to score, I'm going to say 56-14. Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Johnny, what are you excited to see this weekend? I just want to see Justin Fields sling it. Like, yeah. that's, that's seriously, I mean, that's when I know we'll football will be back. He, he hits like a 50-yard bomb or something like that. I'm like, okay, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're set. We're good. Life's a little more normal. So Life's you, a little more so normal. So you're one of them fans that come to see the deep ball. Uh, yeah, I so, mean, you So know, you hate I'm, guys like I'm me a that simple come man, just, Tyvis. just knocks the ball out. I'm you, a simple man. See? I, I got, I'm here to be entertained. I don't understand defense. I, it actually hurts my heart when I see, <laughs> when I see DBs get beat deep on fade routes. Because yeah. that's like the worst thing that can happen. Right. Getting beat deep is like, as a DB is the worst thing that right because it's it's like you the reason that they about to score type thing. <laughs> and everybody gonna look at you and now everybody talking about well, you. I don't want, you ain't good. I want Ohio State's players to stay clean on that, but I want the Nebraska DBs just get burned to hell. <laughs> and I'm cool with that. Well, they, so, got, they got Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> over there. So <laughs> Johnny, you got a score? Uh, I forgot. I, well, I, I think the one that I gave was like 51-17. I don't know that it's possible to score 51 points, so maybe like 52-17, 52-14. Seven touchdowns and a safety could get you there. Yeah, there we go. Let's do that. Yeah. You going with that, 51? No, that's stupid. 52-14, 52-14. What you got? Uh, I think around. Are they covering the spree? Yeah, I think I, I'm a 56-20, to 20, somewhere around there probably. Okay. So uh, we're all the so everybody in the fifties. Yeah, right? we're on the same neighborhood. I think we all expect uh, a spread cover. A lot of young guys to see some snaps later in the game. Maybe some of these, you know, freshman wide receivers break off some plays and, and get get people salivating over that. Some of the young quarterbacks. Um, but a lot going on this weekend. There's a Buckeye bash taking place this weekend. So in recruiting, there's a big dead period we're in right now where coaches can't really like show up at houses for visits or have guys come to the school for official visits for obvious reasons yeah it's been a weird year like that so that's why it's extended but uh 12 commitments to ohio state's 2020 class are coming to columbus this weekend to watch the game and when i say watch the game i don't mean in the shoe <laughs> unfortunately they can't do that so they're going to gather tomorrow uh who knows maybe to buffalo wild wings we don't know where they're going <laughs> Uh, led by five-star defensive end Jack Sawyer, five-star running back commit Travion Henderson. Well, I'm sure. As in Jack, we'll get together, watch J the game. Jack Sawyer's from Columbus, right? Pickerington area, right, yeah. right, right where we're at, basically. No, he's going to put them on his own. Yeah. I'm sure he got – they might go to his house and kick it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but now, the, it'd be nice for them to buy. Like, are they all committed to us already? Twelve commits are going to be in town, coming in from Ohio and other states. Okay. Like, yeah. three top targets are coming, too, guys that haven't committed but they would really like. One for you, Tyvis. Hmm. Four-star Derek Davis Jr. from Gateway High School in Pittsburgh. I like that. Number two safety prospect in the nation. So, now, nah, the only thing I got. You going to bless him, let him wear 23 if he comes? Tap him on the shoulder and say, whatever you want to wear. my son, you can wear 23? Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. My only thing is, how is he the number two prospect safety? But he's only a four-star. See, that's right there. Where that star thing don't make no sense to me, and that's why I never really even got attached to it. Yeah. What was I again? Uh, three. Okay, yeah, yeah. see there. But a high three. 
Like the best ah, three. A high three. <laughs> what, 3.9? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, a lot of our guys like this guy and think he's a five-star, just ranked a little low. I mean, if you're in the number two safety, you've got some I mean, skill. I'm about to look up, I'm about to check his YouTube out. Let's see what he about. Derek Davis Jr. Yeah, check him out when you get home. So three hours away is the easy drive for him. Uh, here's the thing. I like them safeties from over. From These guys are all in town. OSU coaches aren't allowed to talk to him. Can't, you know, show up and say, hey, can't, you know, call him. Can't have him to the shoe to go in the recruit room where you guys get. That's unfortunate. Where they, they hype really, you up, tell they, you how great yeah, you are. They're missing out on something. Them actually was some good time. Yeah, so. That's why I, uh, that's why I gave Jim Trussell my report card. That's right. That's right. <laughs> great, great moments in Ohio State history. You were proud of it, and uh, you rightfully should have been. Uh, Big Ten against back tonight, Illinois at Wisconsin here, kicking off in, what, five, ten minutes? We're, what, eight days away from November? We could be in November. We're set up here to have football almost every day in the month of November because you got the MAC coming back soon. They're going to play six games. They're playing on Tuesday and Wednesday. Big Ten is going to play on Friday and Saturday, and other colleges will play on Friday and Saturday, most of them on Saturday. NFL Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. This really sounds like a Evan? A, a man's dream. I know. I know. <laughs> and I'm really interested in the back because I got a, I got a homeboy that play for the Ohio University. So, you know, I'm, be, I'm a Bobcat fan this year. Are you? For the Mac, yeah. All Man, right. My boy Cam Odom play wide receiver. He a captain this year, too. So, yeah. Yeah, nice. I hope he go out there and really Shout do out it. Cam Odom, Yeah, right? shout out to Cam, man. Do your thing this year, man. Is he a Bedford guy? He is a Bedford guy. You guys got to stick together, man. <laughs> I, I can appreciate that. So, yeah, we're going to have football every day in the month of November, which is heaven. Uh, and then... If things go well, we'll get that because there's still this COVID thing kind of kind of yeah, hanging around. But ten percent of all games in, in college football this year have been postponed already. Ten percent, one in ten. Uh, Big Ten recently came out and said any game that's postponed will be declared a no contest. They're just not going to replay or anything. So well, that can, <laughs> so Ohio State can do everything well. Have none of their guys positive and, and have to spread it. And the other team, look at Rutgers over there. Like, how can we derail Ohio State season? I'm not saying they would do that. And and to be fair, oh no, they would do that. Well, to be fair, the Big Ten has a uniform testing policy. All the schools are getting really good tests and really good. So the Big Ten's doing it better than most because they got the money to Put do it. Put them in a bubble. But can you imagine though, if like... Put them in a bubble. Can you imagine if it came down to it and they missed a game and that was like, well... It would be really unfortunate. Oh, we only God. played seven games, Ohio State. We can't have you in the playoff now. Yeah, I mean, see, like... See what, you see, thought fans were mad right, already. That right there is why Ohio State got to come out the gate tomorrow. Like I say, y'all got... From me, y'all got one quarter to get it right. Y'all yeah. got to shake the rust after one quarter. From that, from the first quarter to the rest of the season, y'all got to be lights out. Because there's, there's an orange team in South Carolina that's looking really good. That, too, and the fact that if for, for that sake right there, if a game gets canceled, well, they play one less game, at least y'all film will be like, well, y'all blowing everybody yeah, out. Yeah, it so, wouldn't matter. We'd have killed them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> got some good ones this weekend. Guys, Tyvis, you're two and one. Took, yeah. took an L last week, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, man, hurt my heart. Who did you have? I had Boston. You had half? Yeah. Half, half let you down? Oh, half. <laughs> Johnny is one and two. Yeah, it's going to get worse. Johnny got on the North Carolina wagon about told, a week too I, late. And I told him not to do it. <laughs> yeah. He got Florida State man. stuck what he said the first time. He got annihilated, too. I'm two and one. <laughs> I wasn't even it close. wasn't even convinced. I know. <laughs> I took uh, Clemson giving away the points last week, and they won by about 1,000. Who do you guys like this week? Got some really good games tonight again. Illinois, number 14, Wisconsin. Tomorrow we got Syracuse at number one, Clemson. 
uh, noon on the ACC Network. Uh, number 23, North Carolina State at number 14, North Carolina, noon on ESPN. Number three, Notre Dame at Pittsburgh, uh, 330 ABC. Number two, Alabama at Tennessee, 330 at CBS. Uh, 17, Iowa State at six, Oklahoma State, 330 on Fox. Number eight, Penn State at Indiana, 330 on FS1. Tomorrow night, you got number 18, Michigan at number 21, Minnesota, 730 on ABC. And number nine, Cincinnati at number 16, SMU, 9 p.m. on ESPN2. Johnny, who's your lock this week? How about this? If I'm going to be wrong, I'm going to be morally right. So I'm going to pick Minnesota to beat Michigan. <laughs> You're getting home, three and a half points? Home game. Yeah. Minnesota's good. Michigan's bad. I'm cool with it. I love Tanner Morgan. I think he's legit. I think they win. I hope you're right, man. I think a lot of people in uh, Buffalo Wild Wings tonight in Central Ohio and the state of Ohio would love to see that outcome. I've, I, you know, because I do the, you know, threat level and all mm -hmm. that stuff. I've watched every mission game for the past four or five years, <laughs> and I just R.I.P. I need, what, yeah, and bless I, your soul. Oh my God, and I need them to inflict pain on the Wolverines. So yeah, I'd be down for that. Good I, deal, Times. Who do you like? Who's your lock of the week? Well, in my heart, I'm with Johnny 100. <laughs> percent I'm not going to pick them because he picked them. Okay, I'm gonna just pick something else. That's smart, by the way. <laughs> no, it ain't. Dude, judging by their history. Well, fair, yeah. Minnesota should be a lot. Right. I'm rolling with a former, with my former defensive coordinator at Ohio State, who's now a head coach at Cincinnati. Thick. I'm going with the Bearcats. Thick. You're getting two and a half points, too. I know. I'm That's going nice. I'm going with the Bearcats, man. So, I think they, didn't, wait, did they even play last week, did they? They had to miss a game because of COVID. Yep. Okay, yeah. I'm going with them. So going they're 3 and so 0. They, so they live on the edge, is what you yeah. said. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely right. We, they well, roll the dice type guys. <laughs> the bodies are rested. Yeah. Man. They got a week. Yeah, That's a good bye week. Yeah, I'm rolling with the, with the, with the Bearcats. We I like it. This. So you, you got Cincinnati <laughs> plus 2.5. Johnny's got Minnesota plus 3.5. Uh, you rolling with Clemson again? No, nah, 46 is a big <laughs> spread, man. I don't know if 46 is a little scary. They easily covered it last time. I know, but, man. You think they're going to feel bad for it, their opponents? It seems like a lot. I'm going to take, and I hate Notre Dame, so I hate myself for doing this. I'm oh, going to take right. Notre Dame given 10 at Pittsburgh. Because they look bad last so week. I, get more I think they'll rebound a little bit this week. They're going to get more than 10? They're oh, going to beat them by more than 10? You like a 24 to 10 game. And I'm, you know, you're a winner there. So I'm, I'm going to take Notre Dame giving up 10 <sighs> points See, at you, Pittsburgh. You living in the past. <laughs> hey, I past. hate Man, I hate Notre Dame. You thinking of the Notre Dame back in the day, man. It, it, on my hate scale, it's Michigan, Clemson, like basically in a tie right now, and then Notre Dame. I know I shouldn't say that because it's always Michigan you should hate the most. But let me tell you, I hate Dabo. I hate Clemson more than I hate Jim Harbaugh right now. I well, do. My, my hates, my hates actually neck and neck, tied for first place still to this day is the team up north in Michigan State. You hate because that 13 season? I hate who, Michigan State? When they beat you in Indy? I, yeah. Is that, that it? That and our la the last one really got me upset. All 15. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Right. yeah that's fair. That's that, fair. Yeah, I yeah. can't stand we should, them. We should, like, start doing hate rankings every week. I can't stand them. <laughs> I hope, I hope, listen, I hope Michigan State lose every game they ever play. <laughs> Forever and ever? Ever. I, that's how bad I don't like it. you know they got those Ohio kids, in every, too. In will every they, sport, will they too. I don't, I don't even care what sport it is. Will they on a debate team, I hope they lose, too. <laughs> <laughs> in that 15 game, were they yapping? No. Because they got a lot of Ohio but, kids. But what's, in my, what's stuck in my head forever is that, that kicker doing that windmill oh, thing God, God. down the thing. It was, just, it was unfortunate, man. You want to do wax stories? Yeah, we could do that. It's time for wax stories. You know the rules. Tyvis shares a hilarious or absurd story from his days as a Buckeye. 
These are almost always anonymous for good reason. We're not trying to crush anyone here. Well, this one ain't going to be anonymous. I'm going right. to say today. Yeah, yeah. So this story is about, you know, just two typical college roommates, you know? So this one is about me and Cardell. So me and Cardell. <laughs> Cardell. I feel like half of these were dragging Cardell. <laughs> no, actually, no, no, no. We only did one he told us about, the, BB, the, the gun. Yeah. The, the paintball gun. Yeah, 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 that's it. Let me spell my paintball gun. Because <laughs> if I don't throw that in there, it sounds way worse. But it's anyway. still pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so this is this is the problem. So usually when you room with somebody, you know, usually somebody's good at something, somebody's good at the other thing. Hey, marriage works like that too, <laughs> believe, believe it or not. Well, well, this one, we didn't really think this through because we was in an apartment together where we, neither one of us knew how to cook. Okay, that so, sounds like trouble. If you ever came to our place, our apartment, we, we, we were very clean people. But mm -hmm. our kitchen, spotless. <laughs> people would be coming over like, oh, my God, y'all be cleaning y'all kitchen up good. And our thought is, well, we never use it. <laughs> right? Because we don't know how to cook. Yeah, smart. So one day, we sitting around. We sitting on the couch. And Cardell comes out of nowhere. He goes, <laughs> he goes, Tyrus, I think I'm about to try to cook us a dish. Uh-oh. I said, you sure, man? <laughs> you sure you want to do that? He like, look, I've been watching the food channel. <laughs> I've been watching the food channel. I think I know how to make some taco salad. I'm like, all right, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to leave. Just in case you burn the place down. Smart. You know? I'm going to leave. And then, you know, let me know when you got it. Yeah, Plus, you? I, I had class anyway, so I had to leave. So I go to class. I come back. I'm, I got my phone out. I'm like, oh, I, got it. I got to get this. <laughs> just, just in case the place is burnt down. I come back in. He was good, man. He actually did it. He, what did he make? He made taco salad. The it whole was, thing? Yeah, it was good. It was good? It was all right, man. It, I could it, not believe it. The man watched the food channel. It's like studying film. He yeah. watched the film and went out there and executed. I was so proud of everyone. It was like a it was like a proud father moment. I can see it. Now down the road, did he step up after that? Or was that just No, like, that no. was it. That was, yeah. that was it. I, really? didn't, I didn't know if he got confident no. he like a once a week thing. The, the best thing the best thing that happened was I, I met Lauren. Yeah. And she cooked. But yeah, outside of me and him, if it wasn't Raymond Noodles. Or, or something like that. You guys just order out all the time? Would you yeah. typically? Or well, you know, training we, table? Or? Yeah, the training table usually gets you some food. But when you get tired of that, me and him was a big Chipotle go. Yeah, yeah. And the best time to go to Chipotle was when the E. coli broke out. Because you could walk <laughs> in and go straight to the front of the line and nobody was in there. It was unbelievable. I see you. Me that's and him, a, that's we, a power move, look, man. We boycotted it for like a week. We like, Cardell, this, this is serious. Like, we probably shouldn't eat it. Man. What them, changed? Them hunger pains hit <laughs> <in>. one week. He <laughs> <laughs> last one week, we just said, you know, we got to die. If we go die, and we go die, we go die with a smile on our face. Uh, that's that's a very good point. Yeah, so we, we just went ahead and did it, man. It was it's good times, man. Uh, now, can you cook it all now, or have you got not at all? Nothing. But this is the thing, though. You don't cook anything yet. I ain't cook nothing. Listen, you're a family man now. You got to You know, I take that back. I ought to make some eggs now. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I can make some scrambled eggs all now, right? right? right. Yeah. But you know you, one of these days, I'm going to watch the food channel like Cardell did. Yeah. Because if it worked for him, it's got to work for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to get one of them dishes with an apostrophe in it, and I'm going to make it for Lauren for like a surprise. Ooh. That's my, I'm a, that's my gift to her one day. I'm a, one of them, one, but it's got to have an apostrophe. It's got to be one of them fancy dishes. I like it. I like, yeah. I like the apostrophe strategy. Yeah. You got some good news coming up. Can we share it? Or are, you, are we keeping it on the DL? Or? 
it's, if you want to, I don't well, be no difference. Get, get married next week. Yeah. Congratulations. Man, congratulations. Congratulations. Unless yeah, a, unless a team calls me this upcoming day, that would be really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> really unfortunate. Sorry, I gotta like, get on I plane. Go, yeah, yeah. It'd be, it, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> like we got it all planned out. Life then, works like that sometimes. Yeah, it'd be unfortunate though. Congrats, man. You oh, guys, uh, you. you guys are excited, right? Yeah, tired of not, man. Yeah. Boy, oh, yeah. I figure Holly Berry don't want me no more. No, it's, it's time to it's time to let the Holly Berry dream go. I actually let I, I came to the same conclusion myself years earlier. Like, she hasn't called yet. I should probably get married. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, it is what it is. You want to do some going for three here? Let's do it. It's going for three. Our weekly roast of whatever catches our eye in news involving the Michigan Wolverines. First up, this is kind of old news, but it just became official this week. Nico Collins, their best wide receiver, their best player, honestly. Probably, Johnny, you watch a lot of Michigan. Is Nico Collins your best player? <laughs> I feel bad for uh, you every time you say that. Nah, it's, he it's does, garbage. though. He watches the most of anyone it's I know. straight garbage. And, uh, yeah, as of now, he's probably their best player. Hmm. He, he opted out when COVID hit. Yeah. Signed with an agent. Why waste your time, you know? Right. It's going to be a losing season. You're going to lose almost every game. So, he, he's a guy that opted out. And Ohio State had guys opt out and talk to agents, too. But they came back because it's a little different in Columbus, right? <laughs> And, is and he like a really like a top prospect? He's now? legit. I mean, probably the top three rounds, right? I mean, I it, it, second or third. It's not Ohio State, so he's not a top ten pick. It's very uh, different up there these days. I got you. So he was finally this week officially removed from Michigan's roster. Their fans are like, man, that's it. It's over. The dream's over. Our best player's not coming back. But you, you nailed it, man. He saw the writing on the wall. He's like, I can go to Florida, just work out on my own, yeah. and be better for the draft than playing for this team. I'll tell you what, he better kill the, the combine for sure. They got the quarterback, Joe Milton, new guy. You oh, hear, they got a new quarterback? You hear who they're trying to compare him to? Oh, my God. Cam Newton. I'm about so. to walk off the set. <laughs> I'm about sick of this, man. We know how this I'm is going to end. Because they're not about to keep just throwing out these allegations. Man, listen. The running backs, Herschel Walker. They really is getting ridiculous. Jerry Rice and wide receivers. That's why I don't like them. Because they do this every year. They throw this little hype yes. out there. September and it never lives up to it. See, they done ruined the kid. Yep. They got a kid that want to be Joey. He probably will never about to Joey. Nope. Now you got a quarterback. Now you compare them to Cam Newton. Now you done jinxed them. Now you probably won't never about to Cam Newton. I hope. I jinxed him. I will do <laughs> they that. Really, they're, you serious about that? Yeah, so they got a guy that can. Oh, Aiden, my God. Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson's a defensive man that wears 97. They say he's going to be a Bosa, which is so lame. And then they got a quarterback who's. Why, wearing, can't, why can't Aiden Hutchinson? What's his name? Aiden Hutchinson. Why, why can't, can't he, he Aiden just Hutchinson? be Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah, like, wait, what's question. up with that? Because they're Michigan, man. Golly. Touch, touching on what you guys mentioned, too. So they're going to Minnesota tomorrow night, Saturday night for the night game on ABC. Minnesota's ranked 21st, Michigan's 18th. Minnesota opened as favorites. Right now, Michigan's three-and-a-half-point favorites. Here's a stat. Since 2006, Michigan is 1-20. 1-20 on the road against ranked teams, losing by an average of 15 a game. Trash. And they've had trouble home or road ranked teams, have they not? Yeah, since 2012, they're like 1-14 against top 10 opponents. Like, they don't, they're not they, a top. But you know what, though? This this might be their year. Mm. <laughs> not with all their, all their best not, players piecing out. It's not. Like, no. that's the thing. Like, even their own writers, I was doing research, even their own writers are going, like, they're going 5-3 and three be at best. Like, this is a, seriously, this is a 4-4 four and four team, in my opinion. They're not. They're not good. So perfect day tomorrow. They got too many. They got too many players trying to be somebody else. Other <laughs> That's than right. Themselves, obviously. Perfect day. 
Ohio State routes Nebraska. Minnesota beats. Is that what time Michigan. is that game, man? Uh, I think it's seven thirty on ABC. That'll be the nightcap. Yeah, it's seven thirty on ABC. Good ball. Yeah. So good, good day ball. tomorrow. We're in for it. We're glad football's back. I'm, I'm very interested to see that one. That's actually, that that would make me. Do you, it's fun to watch Michigan <laughs> and have them lose. It's, you know it's, what? It's it the is. second best thing to watching Ohio State and seeing them win. No, it really is. It's expected, though. Like, it I, is. I really God. expect it. And I expect like, Ohio I State to win. But I, I don't understand why they are so hyped up every year. I just don't get it, man. Well, they, won all these, they won all these games when there were biplanes flying around, right? <laughs> Before they discovered penicillin, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have, this gra- we have a graphic at 11 Warriors where it's like Michigan's record since – Man landed on the moon. Right. Penicillin was discovered. The computer. And it's awful. Yeah. Give me a Buckeye big win over Nebraska and a Michigan loss at night, and that's a perfect Saturday. Uh, it, it's probably expected. I think it's going to happen. I hope so. I, hope I, so. I, I really – because I, like I like the quarterback from Minnesota. I really do. Yeah. They I got some dogs good, up there. I think he's a good player. Their Minnesota, coach is a little Minnesota's always been like, like, like the other teams. They're one of them teams that's – they don't really get the big-name recruit, but they get the recruit that's really a hard worker. Yeah. So they work themselves into a big-time player. Like Antoine Winfield Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad about I am still mad about Antoine Winfield Antoine, Jr. Not, listen, not coming to Columbus. He prob- it probably helped him. He, it did. Yeah. It shoulder. motivated him to be the best yeah, he could ever right. be. And look at him now. He's My dad's school wouldn't Sunday. take me. Yeah. Hey, we had, a, uh, we had a blast tonight. Thanks for joining us for this episode of No Cap. Uh, special thanks to everyone who came out to see us. We're headed back to Buffalo Wild Wings, Lane and High, next Friday. Oh. Halloween weekend. Halloween, Halloween weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be the day Hope I you. get. I'll be married that day. I you actually, will, man. I'd have been got married that morning. You going to be wearing a ring that night? I probably will. That's good, good. Nice. I good. ain't wore a ring on my ring finger ever. This yeah, I didn't either. Took me a while to get used to it. Took you a bit to get used oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially, you know what it was typing at first. But that see, got I, me. I want one of those oh. silicone ones, though. You know, because yeah. I'm working out. And yeah, stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. You gotta, you gotta be able to hit the. You yeah, know. you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's why I need one too. Same reason. Hey, thanks again. Uh, we'll be back next Friday, late and high. I hope you can come out and see us. Have a good night.